KZNSAM Salt Lake City. Live from the Carrier HVAC Zone Studio. This is 975-1280 the Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Michael Keaton, Christopher Lloyd, uh, uh, oh, what's, what's the guy, oh, man, he just, uh, Boyle, Peter Boyle, you never seen Dream Team? I don't think I have. It's a, it's a, it's a movie about these, uh, psych ward patients and their doctor, they're headed out as a treatment, uh, as a special treat to go to a Yankees game, and on the way there, they stop to get gas or whatever, the doctor gets jumped. And these four psychos are left on their own in New York City. I will have to check it out. One that believes he's a doctor, played by Christopher Lloyd. One that's just a rageaholic, played by my by Michael Keaton. Peter Boyle, who thinks he's God, and just walks around naked all the time. And then another one that only talks in baseball terms, as though it's all a life is one long baseball game. It has really terrible reviews, but for what? some reason, I want to watch it. What's the reviews? Fifty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Screw liars. you all! They're that liars. That is an amazing movie. It is. I, I, you and I are apparently the only people who've ever seen this movie, but it's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, it's especially for an '80s comedy. It was so ahead of its time. Oh, I love that movie so much. The one guy has to pee really bad. The one that only talks in baseball terms. He goes, "Batter up." <laughs> well, I, lo- I love Peter Boyle. So I mean, you get Michael Keaton, those guys together. Oh, it's it's so it sounds like good cast. So it's I'll so check funny. it out. Uh, it's Utah Car Sense presented by Mark Miller Subaru right here on the Zone Sports Network. I'm Austin Horton here with George Roska, general sales manager of the Midtown Store. Phone lines and lanes are wide open, 855-340-ZONE. You call in, you share a question, a comment, a story, an answer with us, and you'll be entered to win a four-pack of movie passes in our poll question this week. What are you driving? What do you like and don't like about it? 855-340-ZONE. While we wait for some calls, George, can I tell you about what happened up in Layton? Yeah, let's hear. Uh, okay. Well, now, I, now I've lost the story. But... Essentially, oh, here it is. Uh, these uh, burglars in Layton went around and smashed into a cow ranch and a gun store, get some guns and ammo Okay, up in Layton. And what they did, they stole these cars and then just rammed them into the, into the business's front entrance, went in and took the guns. Took the guns. Then got back in the stolen car, drove it away, and ha- or had a getaway car and take them off. Well, only one car, I think, was recovered if that was stolen because it crashed into the Cal Ranch store and it just they left just it there, sitting there. in the front of the... Yeah. And then they tried it at the Get Some Guns and Ammo store, and they apparently have like three reinforced steel doors on yeah, top I of think another. Gun stores have really good security, and there was not, like hardly a dent made in the <laughs> made in the thing. So where, did they steal anything from the gun no, store? No, 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 no. They just like crashed their cars. Oh no! They got then, a, they got away with a bunch of uh, guns, I think, from Cal Ranch. Okay, but not from guns. Not and from ammo. guns and ammo. Gotcha. So anyway, the the idea and crazy. The, this seems like a pretty. 
pretty big hit as far as, you know, you're going to go steal cars and use those cars to go hit up some gun stores. And what are you going to go do with the guns at that point? I mean, yes. Yeah. You're, you're talking like, about federal offenses. Yeah. Here. You're, yeah. you're, you're fed, felons at this point. And they, they say these vehicles were stolen from South Weber and Farmington and then driven to these businesses in Leighton. And the mom uh, of the girl whose car was stolen, I think, has great advice. When, when she says, uh, don't trust anybody, even if you're in a quote-unquote safe or nice neighborhood. Yeah. Lock your doors. Oh, lock yeah. your cars. Yeah. Never, 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 ever, ever, never leave your keys in your car. Or your car running. Or that. Yeah. Even more so. Yeah. I mean, the, the burglars are dumb, but I think they're... They don't need you to start the car for them. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll figure it out. Yeah, so don't help them at all. Yeah, that's the idea. There. Crazy. No, I hadn't heard of that. That's don't, uh, yeah, just don't leave your car, your keys in your car. Not the type of thing that happens in Leyden usually, but... No, well... Uh, uh, maybe more so now. <laughs> it depends where, which part of... Now, uh, that leads us to the, the key story you were just talking about, yeah. how even if you are protecting your key... It may get stolen anyway. Yeah, pretty crazy. There was uh, there was just an article I was reading that uh, hackers are, have been able to, or they found vulnerabilities in the encryption systems used by millions of keys by Toyota, Hyundai, and Kia. And uh, mind you, this isn't anything real world that has happened, but it's researchers at a university in Belgium and the University of Birmingham in the UK um, have figured out a way to basically clone a key um, to where they can basically take any phone or any system um, and, and basically use it as a key that, that has a radio transmitter in it and uh, open your car, turn it on, basically steal your car with it. So they actually have to have the uh, the physical key though, right? It sounds like they, it? yeah, okay. it sounds like they, well, they have to be in proximity of it. Oh, yeah. So through radio yeah. transmission, yeah, they so can if, clone your key. Yeah. So if you go open your car and somebody's close enough to you with one of these cloners, um, they can then, you know, follow you home wow. and steal your car. Wow. So. Pretty pretty crazy, and they're going to have to you know figure out some higher end encryption systems or something to. Is that why now have you ever, have you heard of the, what are they are are they called RFD wallets? I don't remember R- RFID RFID where you you put yeah. this in between this wallet and then it can't. They try to make me fear it with my credit card, and they could steal your credit card or something if you don't put it in one of these wallets. I don't know. Is that real? That is, because your credit card now, the tap-to-pay ones, you know, they they emit an RFID signal, and somebody could walk up with a scanner and basically charge your credit card. (laughs) Wow. So, And then I've seen people put their keys in tinfoil and put them in the fridge. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's a it's a it's a movement. Oh wow. It's it's a thing on TikTok. You, are you on TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. I have no idea what TikTok even is. What, Brian? Are you on TikTok? Heavens no. Why? People don't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? It's it's Vine. Do you remember Vine back in the day? What's a Vine? You get like eight second videos, and you just There's do too whatever many you can. of these things out there. Well, Vine went away, and it became well, TikTok. Good, maybe TikTok no, needs to go. No, it's on. funny. It's good stuff. I, I enjoy TikTok. Sometimes. TikTok's kind of evolved more into like they have dance patterns that you have to mimic as, oh, okay. as it's filming you. But Vines, Vines give me life. <laughs> Vines give you life. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah, it's a thing on there. Okay. You put it in tinfoil. You I'm, put it in the I'm fridge. Old. <laughs> Uh, 855-340-ZONE if you want to be a part of the show. David is on the line. Good morning, David. Oh, sorry, David. Go ahead. We, we had you. We didn't have you. We got you now. Oh, right on. How are you? Good. How are you, sir? 
Oh, doing great. Love the weather. I just want to talk about my Volvo S60 real quick. Great. Awesome car. I uh, love the car. It's 2013 T6. It's got great pickup. Really nice inside. Tortoise shell. I think it's enough luxury for the price that you get. I think you get more than you pay for. Uh, two things I don't really like about it. A little low to the ground. Still kind of a pain if you're you know, going to work. You got your bag or something. You kind of got to maneuver the door and step in low. And the other thing, which is totally a pet peeve, no matter what you do, when you get in the car, the radio is always on at the same volume. So if you have a work call or if you're trying to talk to somebody, no matter what happens, the radio pops on, which is good if we're listening to you. But if it's some pop song and you're on a work call, it comes up, people think you're not paying attention. Is so it at least that's a, the good and the bad. Is it a volume you can live with? It's not like blasting the speakers out, is it? It's not blasting, okay. but if you are on a conference call right. and, you know, you, you may have been listening to Britney Spears on the way to work, and it pops on, and, you know, people might think otherwise, but you're not really focused on the job. Now, I'm picturing, awesome. I'm, now, don't ruin this for me, David, but I'm picturing that you're this big, <laughs> big, burly mountain man that is, that's a professional taxidermist, and you get a, 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 right. a, a in, in on a client call to come stuff his nine-foot grizzly he just bagged, and you answer the call, and it's, hey, I just met you. You, and this is crazy. That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Here. <laughs> awesome. You nailed it. You nailed it. That big beard. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for taking the call, fellas. Thanks, David. The S60. Now, it's a good car. Oh, I love Volvos. It's kind of it's kind of a boring look. It's not a boring it's look. It's just a sedan. It's a minimalist and I, look. And I'm glad David likes the car. I, I it, it is minimalist. It's practical. It's European. You wouldn't understand. It's okay, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a European carry-all. I'm sure they're great cars. Yeah, and, I, and look, this is coming from someone who it, it literally in junior high said my dream car was a, a Honda Accord. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sure it would be. I like practicality. <laughs> I do. I really do. Now, the S60s are fast, though. Like you were saying, it's got go. a lot of pickup. That T6, whoo. They go. Yeah. Uh, and Volvo's been doing it for a long, 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 long yeah, time. Yeah, very right? good, so. safe cars. 855-340-ZONE. You want to be part of the show, give us a call. 855-340-ZONE. All right, uh, let's talk about the Inland Port Bill. This has been quite the saga. Yeah, I followed it for a little bit, and then I got, got a, tired of it. Well, there's just so much going on and so much political drama, and it seems like so much backroom dealings that it just, I can't, you know, it's annoying. And, and to, to refresh, my, my viewpoint on the Inland Port is I think it's needed. I think that it's a good thing based first and foremost on uh, we have too much traffic and not enough roads for that traffic to, to go use that are practical. The, the raising of the speed limit on Legacy Highway was a good step. needs to go further. But then I'm caught in a 20 to catch-22 because I don't want to just destroy the earth and ruin wildlife's uh, reserves and that kind of thing either. However, I'm the type of person who politically, quote-unquote, when it comes down to this is an absolute necessity for humans to continue to live peacefully, then the animals can find somewhere else or adjust somehow. And that made me. That makes me cold. But it's if it's an absolute necessity, I think humans win over animals. I'm just that's just how I feel. Well, I think it's just how it is, you know. And uh, I think if if we do this, you know, it, it is a necessity, and I think it is smart to do it to to do growth in a responsible way, not just have it be you know un, unplanned and everybody kind of wild west and do it at their own thing. Right now. 
I, I don't know what the latest changes have been. I, I, again, haven't been paying that much attention, but I know basically the biggest concerns are you're going to have a lot more trucks. You're going to have a yep. lot more air pollution. Mm-hmm. Um, they're building this in a wetland area. Yes. Um, you know, where previously there hasn't been anything that's been a, a bird habitat. There's there's a lot of different, um, you know, concerns there. So And that's where, my, uh, where I'm saying it's not an absolute necessity yet to put it right there. And that's where I have some moral problem with it. Yeah. I also have moral problem with who and how this has come to be, because there's a lot of, as you said, backroom dealings, there's a lot of hands in both sides of the cookie jar here. Yep. The people on the board who own the businesses that will benefit from having this oh, done. There's so much conflict of interest when it comes to the decisions that are being made. That And it's frustrating that it seems like nothing could be done to stop it. And then the things that were tried to stop it were horrendous. Yeah. That was not the way to go about trying to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the protests that just became screaming fests. And... Well, now almost a year removed from that, uh, well, not, I guess, what, seven, eight months removed from the arrests that took place downtown, a compromise bill making changes to the Utah Inland Port Authority's land use and taxing authority cleared another legislative obstacle this last Tuesday. House representatives voted 65 to 6, with only a handful of Democrats voting against it to approve House Bill 347, and now goes to the Senate for consideration. The bill sponsor, House Majority Leader Francis Gibson, Republican out of Mapleton, moved to tweak the bill on the House floor to include new language as part of negotiations to specify the Utah Inland Port Authority may not use any tax increment or future tax dollars collected from new growth in the Port Authority's jurisdiction on projects that do not meet minimum environmental standards. Now, they don't lay out in this article exactly what a minimum environmental standard looks like. Mm -hmm. My fear is that this is simply a smokescreen to say look we're doing we're we're concerned too yeah. just to shut people up and it's not doing anything to properly protect the environment while they do it that's my fear well i feel it's kind of how things like this always go right they say don't worry don't worry we got you covered it kind of we gets, like the earth too yeah yeah it kind of gets everybody off their backs and then the backroom dealings continue because people stop paying attention um so that's i agree, I agree with you that's my fear too yeah um and i don't know what can be done to to stop that if you know we need people to to become part of the process and to to be involved and and to be some transparency in the process i think would really help but then the the other thing that i always come back to is and i'm sorry if this makes people uh, if they disagree with this that's fine reasonable minds can disagree they should have instead of making legacy highway they should have made another four lane freeway then just do it just right from do the it beginning. then and then we don't have to have all this 10 year 11 year bureaucracy fight that it was with that highway then by the time it finally got built and was ready to go, it was time for more, a bigger road. Yeah. And it, you don't have any money, enough. you don't have time, just do it right the first time, rip the Band-Aid, and maybe that's kind of what these people uh, uh, that are supporting House Bill 347 or whatever number it is, are thinking themselves is, this is going to be needed in the next 10, 15 years bigger, mm-hmm. so why not do it big now? And if that's what they're thinking... It's such a it's such a conflict because you don't want to destroy wildlife where you don't have to. Yeah. But if you're gonna have to, you need to. Or if you're gonna need to, you have to. Is I guess what it comes down to. So it's frustrating. Why does it have to be out there? Well, that's where the airport is. 
that's where the airport is. You know, they built the new prison out there. I think a lot of that is within mind to use the same infrastructure, the roads, the utilities, the, you know, power lines, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a kind of seemed like a whole grand design. Yeah. And unless the world ends in the next week, it's going to eventually happen out there anyway. Oh, it will. You know, the growth will come. Well, gonna, I think the growth is here. It's going to keep yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll get bigger and bigger. And if we're going to be serious about hosting the Olympics again, we need more roads. We, I'm sorry. We just, we need bigger, better, nicer roads. Yeah. And we don't need them to be under construction every single day of the year either. <laughs> yeah, we're really good at that. Building good something grief. and then rebuilding it the next year and then building it again the year <laughs> after. And wait a second, wasn't this road tore up like three months ago? <laughs> well, see, the, when you take 10 years to build a road, when you're done, you just have to start over again at the beginning and rebuild it again <laughs> with our climate here. I get it. It's tough. But anyway, there you go. A quote unquote compromise to meet quote-unquote minimal environmental standards, though they don't specify what those minimum, minimal standards are. It'd be good are. if we weren't just always focusing on the minimum environmental standards. And yeah. hey, what if we did the maximum environmental standards instead? What if we actually put the environment as a priority when it came to, and not just like an afterthought, just something to appease some people so they... Yeah. What, what if they did this? Would this be a good trade-off? Hmm. What if they build the, the Inland Port Authority and they do it with, with all the bells and whistles... And yeah, that'll bring more pollution and all. But then they get rid of diesel-fueled buses and trains and make it all electric, all solar-powered, all clean energy. Well, I'd, I'd all before it if they got if they made it all to where all these trucks in the inland port had to be all electric powered, clean vehicles where we use rail. Let's build this for the future. Let's not build this the way we've been building things in for a hundred years. Yeah, well, yeah. I, and I'm I'm talking about all the UTA front runners. Yeah, let's electric. get rid of it all. Electric, electrified. All, all the all UTA and, buses out around town. I know that they're clean or whatever. They they have scrubbers on them and they're better than they used to be when I was a kid. But they're still come on yeah you're burning diesel into the air you pass by one and you're like oh yeah that's real clean (laughs) (laughs) so anyway there's got to be a trade-off and i think that's what what it comes down to these is you say okay we'll do this but then we'll counteract it with this and if it's for every 10 feet of road you plant 100 more trees i don't know that that equals out yeah but it seems like that's how these things go you kind of try and trade it off we'll see speaking of pollution Unified police want to fight pollution while they fight crime. The UPD is stepping up its efforts to help keep Salt Lake County's air clean. Police and county officials, including Mayor Jenny Wilson, introduced the department's first hybrid police patrol vehicles this last Wednesday. The department will initially add nine Ford police interceptors and four Toyota RAV4s. So far, seven of those vehicles are in use with another six on the way. The 2020 Ford Interceptors are believed to be the first pursuit-certified hybrid vehicles, according to police. Very cool. You see a lot of uh, police stations, uh, especially in California, using the Tesla. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a fast car. It can get you. I got a story a about, a, about a hybrid police car. Oh, do you? Yeah. What is that? I was working an event a few years ago, and uh, I, I can't remember where. It was somewhere downtown, and we had cars um, parked, and they had been you know, shown off all day, so the doors were open, and I had forgotten to disconnect the batteries before, oh. you know, so the lights were on, people were playing <laughs> the radio all day, you know, we shut down for the, for the event for the night, I go get ready to leave, the car's all packed, I go to start the car, uh, and nothing. Good, 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 good. Yeah, oh, not even 
that. Nothing. I mean, it was just click, click, <laughs> like just barely the lights were on at that yeah. point. So I'm like, huh, well, this isn't good. You know, it's like eight o'clock at night getting dark. And I noticed there's a police officer just right by. And I'm like, hey, sir, you know, can you please give me a jump? I, for, you know, forgot my uh, battery connected. He goes, well, I'd love to, but I can't. This is a hybrid and I can't give you a jump start off a hybrid. <laughs> so he had to call in back up. And next thing you know, there's this big like fire department truck over there with its lights on. And I'm looking like a big idiot. <laughs> but it was a good lesson, wow. to, you know, to learn. The hybrid can't jump you. I huh? guess the hybrid couldn't jump you. So Didn't maybe, have enough maybe, power at that maybe point. They, maybe they've started carrying jump boxes since then. Who knows? But I, I couldn't get the help from it. <laughs> I, God, that's funny. I, I actually have one of those little... Uh, USB jump boxes. I, I now have one of those in the car too, along with jumper cables. But <laughs> the problem is, even if you don't use that thing, you still apparently need to charge it. Yeah, every oh, now especially and then. if you don't use it. Because <laughs> I went to use it recently <laughs> for the first time ever, uh-huh. and it didn't do anything. Dead. It tried. Yeah, but so apparently you got to charge that. What, once every six months, I guess? I think once every few months, yeah. yeah. I keep mine in my glove box, and then every now and then I just plug it into the car's um, cigarette lighter. Gotcha. You know. Speaking of, is today, tonight, daylight changing time or whatever we it call is. it? It is. We, we spring forward tonight. So we lose an hour. We lose an hour. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about you, but we, we I'll, I'll gladly <laughs> sacrifice the hour for a lot more daylight for the next six months. We, uh, we argued about the daylight savings fight. Last week for like eight, two-thirds of the show. Oh, wow. Jeff and I and Eric Jensen, because I was on the one side saying, maybe once everyone has a job and health care uh-huh. and with no more homeless and everyone, every child gets to eat food at school, maybe then we can waste our time <laughs> on arguing over clocks. <laughs> like about, it's about ni- what time it really like is. Like it's 1806. Stop it. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs> All right. So that was my stand, Tom. I like it. 855-340-ZONE. We'll come back. We'll have our final segment. You can call in. Be part of the show. 855-340-ZONE. What are you driving right now? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? You'll be entered to win a four-pack of movie passes. We'll be back here on Utah Carsons. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road You're listening again. to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. That, that note right there gets me everything. Welcome back to Utah Car Sense. Austin Horton and George Roska here with you. George is the general sales manager of the Mark Miller Subaru Midtown store. You guys have extended hours. Now it happened quite a few months back. Yeah, for service. What are the hours now over there? Uh, 7 to 7 uh, during the week and then 8 to 5 on Saturday. That's great. Now, it's not great for the service people. No, they actually like it. it gives do they? Them, some, some do, some don't, you know, but it, it gives them some flexibility to where, you know, we have an opening and a closing shift in sales. Gotcha. And yeah. some people, you know, I, I like to do stuff in the morning and get out and go ski sometimes and I come in and close, and so it works out okay. Uh, but it's great for the customer because oh, great. Yeah, you because can't always, uh, you get off work at 5 and everyone's closing at 5 or 5.30, you can't get your car in to get no, service. No, it's it's helped a lot and, uh, you know, the 
the more cars we've sold, the more we have on the road. And so mm. it's tough for people to get in sometimes. And we understand how important that is. So we try to do our best. And if, if that's not a, a good option, you know, we have pick up and drop off available. Um, we'll come bring a loaner car to your house, pick up your car. Um, that's included with new cars with Maintain the Love, the, the two-year, 24,000-mile maintenance, maintenance plan that we do. So it's a good benefit. Yeah, that direct, Mark Miller direct service is amazing. You do that, don't you? Oh, yeah, every time. Yeah. <laughs> Now we we came with the the package that we on our lease like you're talking about the maintain the love, mm-hmm. but yeah that's a game changer but to I be able to just it. go about my life even if and you let don't you guys that. handle it. But if you don't have the package, yeah. it was it twenty dollars for for a twenty mile it's radius. Twenty dollars within twenty miles. One way. One way. Um, but you don't have to do it both ways. You can you know we'll pick up your car and we can leave you with a loaner and then you can come yes. get your car at the at the dealership. And um, for a lot of people that work really inconvenient hours or um, go to school or things like that, or it, just don't wanna, or just don't wanna come in. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. not you're not judging. Yeah, if no. people just don't wanna, I, I think we're we're nice friendly people. We want to say hi to everybody. Sure. But sometimes I you know I don't want to see me sometimes but, but you know you know what's better than sitting in a car service bay not sitting in a car sitting service at bay. home while your car's getting serviced without pants it, on yeah that's the goal <laughs> to have to put pants on less is the goal is, is the goal in yes. life I, I see yes absolutely <laughs> mowing your lawn look we were just talking about yeah. the break yeah there's there's a theme here i'm freedom seeing. yeah freedom <laughs> you can take my life but you can't take my freedom <laughs> that's the idea here but yeah if you if you uh, work long hours or weird hours and you have a car that needs to be fixed or serviced or, or whatever and it doesn't they don't have to have bought it from you guys no it's, well, they can get it serviced at your base with just by uh, calling you up making an appointment and do it online yeah you have concierges that will bring you a loaner and you can drive that loaner if you need to leave. so what I do is so my wife is usually the one driving the cross trek she works up in uh, Davis County I work here downtown so on the times that she needs it serviced, what we'll do is I'll drive the car mm-hmm. to work. I'll make an appointment. You guys come get the car from me here at work. Yeah. We're if I need miles. it, yeah. yeah. If I need it, you leave the loaner with me. Then you come back and either bring the car back to me or I drive the loaner to you guys and then drive home from there. It's beautiful. I don't have to sit around, flip through nine-month-old magazines, <laughs> smelling rubber tires. Not the, And look, that's not your service no, areas are nice. I mean, there's a lot of places like your, that. Your, your places are really, really nice. You have a, a cafe and TV. It's an amazing spot. But you go into any uh, corner grease shop, yeah. you're going to have some you're headache be, fumes. Yeah. Some fume headaches <laughs> leaving there. All right, 855-340-ZONE if you want to be part of the show. 855-340-ZONE. Distracted driving bill has a preliminary Senate approval. We talk about this all the time. People automatically... I think people think currently it's illegal to use your phone while you're driving. It's actually technically not. Yeah, it's a all the secondary... Way yes. Yeah, and this is this will make it a primary infraction. Yeah, you can't get pulled over currently just for having your hand on your phone or, or whatever your hand is on that's not the steering wheel. They can cite you for that secondarily, like you're talking. Yeah. If you're speeding or weaving or whatever, they pull you over for that and then also cite you for distracted driving. But this idea, this bill that is uh, getting has Senate approval and now we'll move on uh, to get full approval is uh, just that. It will make it a primary offense to uh, be distracted while driving. And it's not just cell phones. It's talking all kinds of stuff. If mm-hmm. you're... If you're uh, making a sandwich putting, putting, while you're driving down the freeway, yeah. 
putting a hat on or putting makeup on or something where you're just, yes. you know, you're not paying attention to the road. Now, you're still allowed to hit the little uh, voice thing and say, call so-and-so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Use you the You can change the radio. The, yeah. That's, there's nothing against that. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm not, I don't know, I haven't read the bill, but I would assume there's nothing in it that says you can't take a swig from your Dasani water bottle oh, no, while no, driving there, either. There's nothing. I think it just, it's the same law we had before. It just makes it a primary... I had a friend in high school try to convince me that drinking and driving was not just for alcohol. It was drinking anything. <laughs> you can't drink I was like, it. no, the action isn't, the, the, the action of drinking something is not the illegal part. I, it's what you're drinking. I had a friend like that once, and uh, we got pulled over, and I was in the back seat, and, you know, the police officer comes up and says, you kids had anything to drink tonight? And he goes, yes, officer, we have. <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, we've had a lot of Dr. Pepper. And I'm just like, shh. Shut up right now. Was he trying to be funny? I think he was, but I don't know what if he is, was like uh, the same as your friend right now. Maybe it <laughs> just didn't get things yeah. very quickly. Yeah. I didn't say it was my friend. I say it was my friend. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm just like, please take me away now. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know be- this person. Yeah. He's actually kidnapped me, officer. <laughs> Save me. Uh, we went to Canada when I was a child and we got to the border and they were stopping random cars. This was the early, early 90s. Uh-huh. They weren't, they didn't care. The, yeah, there was nothing that Canada. It was Canada. Yeah. They were happy to see someone coming to Canada. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, every now and then would stop, and they stopped our family Dodge Caravan. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, the, they, the officers, I, I think they may have been like training a new officer or whatever. I don't know. And they were like really grilling. Do you have any fruit? Blah, 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 mm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then- they looked in the back seat at me and the other kids and said, do you know these people? <laughs> and my, I don't know if I was playing a Game Boy or whatever, I, distra- I just looked at them and was like, no. Because I thought they meant the other officers. I was like, of course not, I don't know these people. Who are you? Leave I think me alone. I, I may have even said, no, I've never seen them before in my life. And suddenly they're all like, oh really? My mom and dad's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, you are such a troublemaker. And then it dawned on me, oh, you meant my mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Luckily, I was able <laughs> to talk them could. out of taking my dad Who to, asked the, that? T- like, to the back you room with these a latex people? glove. Yeah. yeah, I would I would have been like, son, meet your new Canadian family. <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving them here with the Mennonites in Alberta. That's <laughs> We're bringing them up here to learn how to live that kind of style. No, I, that's so, uh, yeah, make sure you answer the right way. Yeah. Calmly. Yeah. Don't try to be funny with law enforcement. No, they no. don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> they don't have time to have, to a, have sense a sense of humor. Of, yeah. That, their yeah. lives are on the line. Yeah. Let's just all, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yeah. That's Mo- the idea. Move on. Let's go. Keep the machine moving. Uh, Tesla has, has been in a bit of hot water this week. Surprise, surprise. They apparently delivered cars, uh, new H, or sorry, new Model 3s to Chinese customers customers in china with old technology the the old software from the old model 3 instead of the new software mm-hmm. so essentially it's not performing as great as it was expected to perform can you say bait and switch well is it that yes 
Or is it what they're claiming that, oh, coronavirus has caused us to not get our software, so now we just had to use software that we had in stock already uh, that we no longer use, so we just put it in there so you could, you at least got your car. I'm pretty sure software, you don't have to, like, keep producing. No, I'm sorry, after- no, no, well, software, well, hardware, yeah, even, yeah, hardware. Yeah. yeah, and they're just... They've said both, by the way. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Smells a little bit fishy. They say once we get the HW3 which is the new hardware version 3.0, we'll come to you, we'll install it. We'll, nah. Not nope. going to happen. You are stuck. You're an owner. <laughs> you own the old, a brand new car with old software and hardware in it. Congrats. Man, and here I thought we were going to go a whole show without talking about Tesla. <laughs> oh, there's more, but uh, I, don't, I don't, we won't get too far <laughs> down That's the road. That's pretty bad, that. though. I mean, you, you're promised one thing, and, you know, I'd, I'd rather wait. You know, hey, coronavirus, whatever, you can't get the part. The, the software stick has been touched by somebody who has the coronavirus, and they can't <laughs> right. upload it to your car. Whatever. I'll t- give me a week. I'll, I'll wait for it, you know, a month, whatever it takes, but give me, the, give me what I paid for. Take your for. time. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll receive... Uh, yeah. Yeah. A collect on delivery of the right item. Please. Yeah, it sounds more like Elon going, well, let's just see if we can get away with this. We've got to get rid of these things. Yeah, yeah. Put them in. Yeah. Let's see if anyone notices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see that Land Rover, how they've gotten around keeping their plants going and open during coronavirus? No, what are they doing? Instead of shipping, because they can't ship their parts from China or wherever, mm-hmm. it's all shut down, they have been putting them, they bought out like an entire company's worth of luggage and are shipping their parts in by luggage. putting them on, in luggage and sending them on airplanes to England. Wow. Doesn't get Getting kinda, creative, but that kind of goes around what... It defeats yeah. the whole idea here, yeah. fellas. Yeah. I don't... Just because there are these magic suitcases that scrub it all clean? <laughs> Corona-killing <laughs> Corona suitcases? and 95 suitcases. Unbelievable. Uh, car thieves in uh, New York... <laughs> were they they did have a sense of humor oh this week as did the police <laughs> the criminal mastermind hall of fame has two new inductees this week after a pair of car thieves were tracked down by, by police after leaving a note behind in their stolen ride after getting a flat tire mm. the incident i said new york it was colorado the incident occurred in arvada colorado northwest suburb of denver where the local police found a stolen car with a flat front tire out behind a, an apartment complex. In the white Jeep Grand Cherokee's windshield was a very cordial, polite note that read, quote, Please don't tow. I went to get a tire and will be back shortly. Thank you. <laughs> the police heeded the note's directions and searched the area and found the driver and an accomplice a couple blocks away and arrested them both. On Twitter, the Arvada police account posted photos of the car in the note and included several hashtags, including hashtag... Maybe criminal life is not for you. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, look, you're still a car and you really want the car and you get a flat tire and you've suddenly got money to go buy a new tire because you didn't have to buy the car. Yeah, yeah. So you, you write a scribble little note. I did that once. I ran out of gas when I was a brand new brand new driver hmm. and thought, I right, this will go forever. Yeah. Didn't even bother to look. Ran out of gas and so I left a note. That said, I ran out of gas. I'll I'll be back or whatever, and ha- then walked two miles to the gas station only for the person to say, "We don't have a gas can here." Oh no! Then I had to walk two more two miles, more miles to get a gas to my can. house, <laughs> get a gas can. <laughs> oh, unbelievable! And by the time I got back to the car, uh, it was several hours. Oh yeah! So I'm glad. I, I was glad then. I glad I didn't get towed. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, polite, polite criminals nonetheless. But criminals, 
they they still are. Uh, the uh, Tesla Model S Plaid expected to be hugely profitable for automaker. I don't know why. Why do we need a Plaid? Plaid edition? Yeah, I, I don't get that. Th- throwback to the 80s or what's going on here? Uh, well, it, actually, I can't read you that article because I didn't pay for the subscription. <laughs> so pretend I never, never brought that up. Uh, while I find this next story, the Mark Miller Subaru uh, uh, Share the Love event that took place uh, over the holidays. Yeah. that You've got a big party coming up at some point here, don't you? In uh, April, is it? I don't have the exact date. Oh, is that date. not quite announced? Um, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. My, it might be. I just might not be in the know as far as when the exact date is. So, um, unfortunately, I, I'm not the best info for that. But um, I will try to get it for you on the next show. Well, stay tuned because uh, the idea here is that, is that we want everyone to come out and enjoy a free party. And we want the bigger the crowd there, the better. Because you're going to uh, give these monies away to the charities that they were raised for. And there's going to be a, a vehicle giveaway as well. We are going to be giving away a vehicle. Well, it's somebody who um, already owns a vehicle. So it's it's return the love. It's it's about um, giving a, giving back to the to people who have purchased from us. And I don't think you have had to purchase from us. You just have to be present to win. Um, and we're going to be uh, making somebody's 36 months payments for him. Wow. So, so not this is not a lease situation you're making the 36 month payment yeah this is for somebody who already has purchased a car so we're going to be really making somebody's day have you seen what's been going on with the john deere tractor repair fight no so this isn't technically cars but it's it makes the the world go round our farmers out there rolling their tractors through the fields there's a there's a specific and i apologize for not knowing the part or the repair that needs to be done but there is a specific repair on these big john deere rigs Okay. That is an $80,000 repair. Ooh, that's 80 grand. That's pricey. Well, John Deere somehow has cornered the entire market and said you can only get this fixed by us by appointment only for this amount of money. Oh my gosh. And so all these farmers that can't afford Yeah. A they can't afford the repair, and B can't afford the time it will take to have their tractor. I don't mean it's, it's got to keep going. Yeah, yeah. They figured out a rig to to Jimmy rig it somehow and keep it and repair it themselves. And now John Deere is threatening, threatening to bring every to, single one of them into court. That's over not this right. thing. No, no, that's not right. It's you shouldn't be forced to use somebody's own repair that they've cornered the market on. You know, you own the thing. You you can do whatever you want. Well, and there's where the gray area comes in, because uh, they nine le- nine out of ten they're leasing can't can't outright buy their tractors yeah so they're leasing them uh, tricky tricky yes is know. it not yeah and and john deere has an argument here saying that's technically our machine we need to fix it we want to fix it so that if you ever gonna... need to trade it back in or sell we want it to be able to be an asset to us yeah not a broken pile of metal it's it's sticky i don't know Man. what to i don't know what to make of it because i feel bad for john farmer who is literally not making a profit. No. He's just putting food on his and America's table. Yeah. And he's got all this land. He's got to keep going. He misses one day of work. Could be the end. Yeah. And then I understand that's John Deere's equipment that you're leasing from them. So I don't... It's it's sticky. Now, that, but that brings into account what we were talking earlier about leasing vehicles, uh, like my Crosstrek. Hmm. 
I could take my Crosstrek and have it serviced. You could? At a, a, a service bay of my choosing. Yep. Mon, Pa Shop, Subaru, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Subaru doesn't require you, and most manufacturers don't require you to do maintenance or repairs only with them. That's that's pretty unique. How does the warranties, though, work on that? Because if I, if I have a warranty through Subaru of America, mm-hmm. I assume I got to have a Subaru dealer yeah, take care of that. Only a Subaru repair center can can do Subaru warranty work. Now, you can have that same work done somewhere else, but you just have to pay for it. Um, Subaru's oh. not, yeah, Subaru's not going to tell you, hey, don't do that with us. You, you can go do the work wherever, but they're just not going to pay for it. So the warranty you're paying for, yeah. you're now not using you're it. You're now not using it. So, so do people do Subaru. that? Very few. You know, it, Why? Some people just don't want to, you know. <laughs> use the factory. No, there's it's, it's true. Some people just no. I do my own work. I do my own, and, it's, and that's fine. No, yeah. uh, Toyota's got a recall. They've added 1.1 million vehicles to this uh, fuel pump recall. Toyota and Lexus recall that previously listed nearly 700,000 potentially affected vehicles has been amended to include more than 1.1 million new rides. Overall, more than 1.1 1.8 million cars, trucks, crossovers, and SUVs are part of this voluntary recall regarding fuel pumps that might stop working. Now, for the layman out there that doesn't understand a fuel pump that stops working, doesn't that mean the car stops working? Car, car's just going to stop running, yeah. So, this, so why need... is it voluntary? This seems like you, you're going to have to get this fixed oh. or you're not going to have a working car. Yeah, no, I think I think you definitely want to go in and get this done. Now, is it, <laughs> is it voluntary on the customer's part, or is, was it a voluntary recall on Toyota's part? Uh, let's see. Because it could be that, that. that the recall was just put out voluntarily. Then that just means that the the federal government didn't make them put out the recall. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. That's, in fact, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's most likely what it is. But Big, no, if, big Brother if they didn't issue, come in and say, you will recall these vehicles. Yeah, but if they yeah. issue a recall, it's you, you should go get it. It's not something that's like, well, you know, if I feel like it. <laughs> uh, if you've, if, and look, there's a, with, with 1.8 plus million affected vehicles, there's everything from Lexus sedans to FJ cruisers to Toyota 4Runners and Land Cruisers. There's there's a Siennas and Camrys and Corollas and Highlanders, Sequoia. Big old list from 2013 to 2019 models. The best thing for you to do is if you're hearing this and going, oh, I wonder if mine is, is uh, impacted by this, go to safercar.gov. Yep. Get your VIN number out off the registration and type it in at safercar.gov. It'll tell you if your car has been uh, impacted by this recall or not. Uh, Also in the news in the car industry, the 2020 World Car of the Year Award is still going to be handed out, even though the Geneva Car Show, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Geneva Motor Show. Yeah, it was canceled. Uh, Not postponed, flat out canceled. Canceled. Because of coronavirus uh, precautions. And the finalists have been announced for World Car of the Year. The list includes two SUVs and two models from the same brand. I've been hearing a lot about the Kia Telluride, and that's a finalist that's for a Car finalist. of the Year. Kia Telluride. I've seen one or two around. It looks like an Ascent, but it's not nearly as big. It's a little boxier, I think. It is boxier. Yeah. Um, it, it almost looks like the Ford Flex. A little, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got, yeah, not quite as edgy. Not quite, but As a Flex. The mo- the Mazda 3 and the Mazda CX-30. Those are the finalists. So you've got the Kia Telluride, the Mazda 3, and the Mazda CX-30 vying for the prize. It'll be announced at the New York International Auto Show on April 8. 
the Telluride is actually the reigning North American Utility of the Year award winner. Uh, the Mazda 3 has been praised for its combination of quality, value, and excellent driving dynamics. It's $22,400. Yeah, I've heard good things about that Mazda. I haven't driven one yet, but... Both sedan and hatchback available. And then the uh, CX-30, everyone knows what the CX-30 uh, looks like there and what that's about. But the Mazda 3, Mazda's had a rough go for quite a while. Well, yeah, kind of after their... Because they split with Ford, right? Ford used yes. to own them, and then they kind of went out and did their own thing. And it takes a while, you know, to, to develop cars, and to. but it's good to see them kind of back at the top. Uh, so, and yeah, I like I like Mazda. They, uh, mm-hmm. they used to make great cars. They just... They went with that whole zoom-zoom Yeah, they thing, just kind of got just kind boring. Of flat. And, and, yeah. So, uh, there you go. That's uh, that's the, the Car of the Year Awards will uh, be announced on April 8th at the New York International Auto Show. All right, we had nine callers this week. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And we need to pick a winner for the four-pack of movie passes. And this, we were just talking about this, George, on the Movie Zone this week. This is the time to start paying attention to the movies mm-hmm. because middle of to end of March through Labor Day, that's the movie heyday that's when stuff gets out that's That's when stuff is released mm -hmm. and there's some big ones coming out at the end of this month you got the mulan live action mulan which has all kinds of controversy attached to it but also looks really really good and then we'll just take off from there so we got nine callers brand brian why don't you pick us a random number between one and nine and we'll award our uh, winner this week oh missed you what'd you say let's go with three Three gets you Larry. That's right, good Larry. news for Larry. Larry, who is upside down in the Nissan Quest van. Save you some money there. Go to the movies. Take your family to yep. the movies. And this is not just the movies. This is a VIP lounge experience. I like it. Larry, head on into the Midtown store. Give them about a week. Let them uh, get it squared away. Head on in. Say hi to George. Yeah, we can Ask take a look at your car, tickets. too. And, and have them while you're there appraise the, the Quest for you. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm glad Larry won. All right. Not, no offense to <laughs> Matt, Christopher, Matthew, Thomas, Ron, John, Frank, and David, but Larry, he needed some good news. George, good to see you. Have a good week, buddy. You too, man. Thank that's, you. That's George Roska. For he and Brian Brown, I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week on Utah Car Sense. Slow-mo.